Welcome to Natural Kids Health Podcast, hosted by board-certified health practitioner Fraser Bridgman. Fraser shares how she went from world judo and jiu-jitsu champion to dedicating her life to helping her daughter Michaela, who was struggling with life-threatening health issues. After helping her daughter get her health back, she has become a world-renowned health coach. Fraser now shares how you can help your own family achieve the health and wellness goals they deserve. Now here's Fraser. Hi, and welcome to Natural Kids Health. I'm Fraser Bridgman, integrative health practitioner, specializing in children's health and helping the people that raise and love them. Today, we're going to talk about poor immunity or boosting immunity so that your kids stay healthier and happier. So first, we're going to talk about what causes a person or a child to have low immunity. Well, some very scientifically proven things are having a poor diet. In our last episode, episode three, we talked about the basics of a healthy diet. Having a poor diet that's filled with processed foods and low nutritious foods, so low whole grain foods, can definitely lead to a poor immunity. So if you're not giving your child's body or your own body the building blocks that it needs with optimal vitamins, minerals, and different nutrition, then your body doesn't have the ability to build up a nice robust immunity to fight off invaders of viruses and bacteria, leading you to get sick more often or your child to get sick more often, especially when they're get into school and in the fall season when they're more inside, not getting more fresh air, and they're around multiple children. They're getting put around viruses and germs. We all know that kids cough and sneeze. And if you're not giving them the foundation of optimal nutrition, you're already kind of giving them a chance to have a low immunity and therefore get sick more often. So on top of poor diet, some medications always also can lower your ability to fight invaders and to kind of leave you more open to different types of viruses and bacteria and infections as well. And of course, having infections lowers your immunity and your ability to fight things off as well. So if you're chronically getting sick, you know that you have a low immunity and you need to do things that will help build it back up. Good news is that you can indeed, even if you have an autoimmune disease or if you had chronic infections, you can definitely take steps to rebuild your immunity so that you can fight off foreign invaders and become a healthier person who gets less and less of these infections. And when you get sick, that you actually can fight it off and your sickness will last much shorter of a life than it would if you don't do these things. So what can you do to begin having a better and more bountiful immunity to fight off the common cold and flu and different types of infections? Well, there is a very strong correlation with very good sleep patterns and better immunity. So the first thing that you can do for you and your children is make sure that you have a very good sleep routine, that you're getting enough rest, that you're getting uninterrupted sleep and that you're doing it on a regular basis. So we'll talk more about sleep in upcoming shows and about the importance of the circadian rhythm and going to bed uh, when it gets dark and naturally waking up when it gets light and all of these things. But to keep it simple for today, what's really important is that your routine for your kids stays the same. So if you 
say, let's say you pick nine o'clock, having a good routine, let's say from eight till nine, winding down from the day, taking away the tablets and the things that create blue light, which is really hard in today's society. We all have phones and computers, but those things actually make us more energized and create us to wake up where we really want to start teaching our kids and ourselves to start kind of getting ready for sleep even just before you hit the pillow, but really winding down after the day. And this sleep, picking nine o'clock as the time you're getting into bed and you're not having anything that's disrupting the ability to then fall asleep. So obviously, not only hoping to take these technologies away maybe an hour before that nine o'clock, but also making sure that they are not in the room. Any form of blue light can actually inhibit a good quality sleep routine. So then of course, making sure that the kids get restful, uninterrupted sleep. So no loud noises that wake them up, hopefully not having too much water before they go to bed so they're not having to get up regularly to go to the bathroom. This actually has a super strong scientific correlation with improved immunity. So the better improved sleep that they get, better quality immune to fight off disease. The next thing, of course, like we mentioned, is eating a healthy diet filled with nutritious, unprocessed foods. So staying away from the foods that have been processed, you know, in the boxes and the cookies and the things that have things that you can't even pronunciate on the side of the containers. And definitely away from any sort of food dyes and nitrates that we've talked about in the last episode. And if you missed that, go back and check it out. Of course, just adding lots of in fruits, vegetables, and things like that, that really help to build with all the micronutrients and macronutrients, building up a big, robust immunity for your children is very, very helpful. Actually adding in healthy fats is also shown to really improve immunity. So healthy fats are things like coconut oil, avocados, some nice nuts if your kids can eat nuts, walnuts, almonds, things that are a healthy fat. So when we say an unhealthy fat, we're talking don't add in things like deep fried food and things that are not the right kind of fat. Healthy, natural fats that you get in these types of food and actually reducing deep fried type of fats, trans fats. And the next thing, of course, is limiting sugar. So I'm sure we've all met children who are very sensitive to sugar. And you can see just with your own eyes, the correlation of children who don't are sensitive to it by eating sugar, they get very hyper. So of course, if we want our children to rest well, and we know scientifically that they will indeed have a better immunity if they get good quality sleep, it is important also then to limit their sugar intake so that they can wind down and they can get that powerful sleep that will help boost their immunity. Very, very important. The next thing is keeping them very hydrated throughout the day. So our bodies is made up about 80% of water and a lot of our kids don't actually drink a lot of water. They drink juice, they drink pop, they drink Gatorade, but that's also not only high in sugar, even natural sugars, it's not as high in actual water content. So we want to keep our kids really super hydrated. The more hydrated they are, the better our bodies internally can do these chemical processes building up the immunity and fight off invaders. We have to think of our body as processing. So we get, we're always going to come in contact with germs and viruses in our liver and our kidneys and the rest of our body that fight off these invaders. If they're working optimally, 
then they will do a better job fighting things off. And to do that, we need to be really well hydrated. When someone becomes partially dehydrated or very dehydrated, they become more ill and their bodies don't work as efficiently. Whether you can see it with your naked eye or whether just internally the processes begin to slow down, if processes begin to slow down on a biochemical level, your children will automatically have a slowered immune response to germs. So that's also important. The next thing that you can do is, of course, make sure your children are exercising along with yourself very regularly. So exercise is proven to also increase the immunity. And it's actually a very feel-good thing. So if you have children or yourself prone to any kind of depression, which we'll be talking about next week, exercise is shown time and time again to be just as efficient as some of the most commonly prescribed antidepressants out there. And it also is proven to increase immunity. So there's so many benefits of getting your kids outside and exercising regularly. It doesn't have to be these wild, crazy workouts, but getting them outside, running around, get them involved in sports. Of course, I always will say get your kids into some form of martial arts or gymnastics, teaching them about balance and focus and self-discipline. I can't say enough good things about it. And we will go into further detail next week when we talk about exercise for children, but definitely keeping it in your radar that the more a child sits at a desk playing video games, watching TV, the lower the immunity becomes. So again, keeping our body in optimal shape including exercise, hydration, diet, and sleep, are the things that you can do easily to start producing a very healthy immune response. So what are the signs of someone who might have a lowered immunity? First of all, if you have a very stressful life, you can pretty much guarantee your immune response is not as good as it should be. Anyone who has, and children are not, are just as much a part of that. They have their own stresses in life, like going to school and building friendships or losing friendships or relationships with their, it could even be, you know, with their own parents. Like they have stress as well. And if they have a very stressful life, their immunity will be affected by that. So Sometimes we can't take away the stresses necessarily, but teaching them healthy coping mechanisms will actually help them with their immunity. Second is constantly getting sick. So if they have a constant cold, you know that this is a sign that their immune response is not working at an optimal level and that you need to implement the things that we just talked about to help them build up immunity. So then of course that they stop getting sick all the time. And it's like, a vicious cycle. If you keep getting sick and your immune is low and you're not doing these things, then it's just going to keep happening. But to break the cycle, you start adding in a better sleep pattern, more healthy food, healthy fats, reducing sugar, keeping them hydrated and introducing regular exercise, you're going to see a reduction in the constant common cold. Another sign is if they have regular tummy aches. So it is actually quite common for kids to complain of stomach aches. It's kind of a general term, and there could be numerous reasons, but in general, if a child or a person complains of stomach pain or issues, just a general stomach ache regularly, this is actually a sign of a low immunity. And again, going back to the things that we talked about to help that problem. If your child has any kind of wounds, cuts, scrapes that take a long time to heal, this is also, of course, a sign that they have a low immunity and you need to start making changes to help build up their immunity. And of course, frequent infections. So different than common colds, there's numerous types of infections that you can get. Bladder infections, UTIs, 
eye infections. There, I could just, the list goes on. So if you're getting frequent infections where, you know, you're having to go see your doctor, primary care physician, and you're having to get antibiotics, you know that your immune system needs some love and needs some help. And you need to start implementing some changes into your child's life to help reduce those infections and help them heal faster. And of course, if your child just has a general chronic fatigue, if they're just generally tired, more tired than like kids normally, a healthy kid with a healthy immune should be having lots of energy. You should be having a hard time keeping up with them and they should be filled with just, you know, running around being productive. But if you have a child who's always saying that they're tired, and it's actually a really common today's age, very high levels of just chronic fatigue among children, which is sad. This is a very big red flag that your child needs some immunity boosting protocols like we're talking about. So what can you do if you're concerned about your child's immunity and you want to go, you've done all of these things or you're starting to implement the things that we've been discussing, there are some supplements that definitely have proven to help with virus protocols or bacteria protocols or just immunity boosting protocols that have definitely shown a very positive impact on boosting immunity. So first of all, I want to talk about vitamin D3. D3 is a superior form of vitamin D. So there's vitamin D2 and vitamin D3, but definitely I would recommend vitamin D3. It is almost nowadays impossible to obtain enough vitamin D3 without supplementing all year long, especially if you live here um, down in North America. I'm from Canada. We spend half our years with snow, but it's even in a worldwide problem because people are spending more and more time indoors and not outdoors because you get vitamin D from the sun. So it's actually quite a worldwide problem where people are not getting enough vitamin D3 anymore. So I recommend, I would almost everyone, if you don't have a tan, you should be on vitamin D3. And I like high potency liquids. So you're just putting a few little drops under the tongue that are easily digestible and fat soluble. One of the most important supplements, again, for improving immunity is vitamin D3. And often low levels in data are highly correlated with making the body more susceptible to viruses and bacteria. And the bonuses of taking vitamin D3 regularly, it improves cardiovascular disease. So if you know anybody with any cardiovascular issues, I would definitely send this to them and let them know that they should get on a nice high quality functional medicine grade of vitamin D3. It also contributes to stronger bones. So as your children are growing and their bones are growing, this is very important. But also as we age, we often lose as we age our ability to produce as much. And it is very important for older people to continue to use vitamin D supplementation, of course, helping them avoid things like osteoporosis, etc. The next thing on the list is zinc. Zinc is a really gained popularity over the last few years. And I can't say enough good things about zinc. And the important thing about zinc is that it's a very powerful immunity boosting mineral proven to help fend off viruses and part of a recommended and scientifically proven natural protocol to reduce the effects of viruses. So it means maybe you still will get a virus, but it will definitely shorten the length of that virus's life, which I mean, come on, that is awesome. Who wants to be sick for 10 days if they only have to be sick for four days? Supplementing with zinc is especially recommended during the pandemic. That's actually science and they're doing it in hospitals, which is really cool. It's really gotten a lot of good feedback from the actual medical world as well. So we're kind of getting to be on the same page, which is awesome to me. 
So during the cold and flu season, I think that everyone should supplement with a balanced zinc. And I think that everyone should add it to their daily protocol, especially during the fall and winter months. No question about it. I like to do a balanced zinc, so having copper in it as well, so that if you're taking pure zinc for too long, it can kind of disrupt the levels of other minerals. And it's okay for about 90 days. But after that, or just from the beginning, if you do a balanced zinc, it just makes it so those other minerals don't become unbalanced. And then you can stay out on it every day for the rest of your life, and it would be fine. Definitely adding it to your vitamin C and having some copper in it is what ensures the long-term effectiveness and balancing of it. Zinc also plays a major role in not only immunity, but DNA cis reproduction. So very important in so many things that the body does. It is important and has shown how important it is for children's cognitive function and actually for mood regulation. So if your children have any form of mood dysregulation, and it is very, very common in our society today, can't say enough good things about putting them on a good balanced sink. So what if you're just not a person who wants to just go straight to supplementation? Uh, That's a great question. I would say here are your top five foods that you could add into your diet to help boost your levels of zinc and therefore boost your immunity. So meat, shellfish, legumes, seeds, and nuts are the top five things that are high in zinc. What would happen if you had a zinc deficiency? What kind of symptoms would you see? So I just thought I would put it in here, but you would get unintentional weight loss, wounds again that don't heal. So going back to that immunity, fatigue, so going back to immunity, diarrhea is a sign of low zinc and poor sense of smell and taste, which interestingly is something we're seeing a lot with this COVID-19 virus. So just keeping it in mind of how important it is. The body doesn't actually store zinc, so it it must get it regularly through the body, must get it through the diet. So that's why I think supplementing is so important. It helps the body produce over 100 enzymes. So again, it just does so many different things. And lastly, that brings me to the third big bang for your buck supplement of immune boosting, and that's vitamin C. So I mean, we've all heard about vitamin C over the years. It is definitely a big player in immune booster. It is pivotal in the role of major biological functions, including skin health, blood vessels, arteries, gum health. It is scientifically proven an antioxidant that protects the body against free radicals and that can cause disease, including cancer. Full spectrum vitamin C includes multiple sources of bioflavonoids that improve cardiovascular health. So again, going back to those family or friends that you know that might be having difficulties with cardiovascular health please send this to them. They definitely should be taking a vitamin C supplement along with their vitamin D3. And it's, of course, the part, the big part of a virus supplemental protocol, in my opinion. It is now recommended by leading scientists as well as an ideal part of an anti-aging protocol. So for all of you looking to make your skin healthier and hair healthier, it is part of the protocol to help with anti-aging. It reduces the oxidative stress in our body, and it helps to reduce inflammation, promoting collagen formation, which again is a big thing right now. Of course, people supplementing with collagen to reduce anti-aging as well. So again, what would the top five foods be that you could choose? Of course, I want to say it's always better to choose organic because when we're talking about immunity, the less toxins we're putting in our bodies, the better. So the five top things are guava kiwi fruit, bell peppers, 
strawberries, and oranges. So please try to add these to your child's and your own daily diets to help boost their immunity and fight off the common colds. Please, I'd love to hear what you have to think and we'll leave it at that for today and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Have a great day. We'd love for you to continue listening on your journey to developing happy, healthy kids. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Need one-on-one guidance for your family? Schedule a free consultation with Fraser at FraserBridgman.com and we'll be thrilled to work with you. Again, that's FraserBridgman.com. Thanks for listening to Natural Kids Health with Fraser Bridgman.